It's Remy and Casey on 92.3 WIL. Happy Tuesday. Tuesday, the worst day of the week. Welcome to November. Just like that, we're almost done with the year. Gosh, October just flew by. It did. It did. Uh, Kids are all hopped up on candy last night, still asking for candy. Just one more piece. Just one more piece. Like five minutes before bed. Mm, like, yeah. do you realize how much candy you guys have this year? Oh, it's only one once wait, once a year, right? I'm pretty sure they didn't go to sleep until like 10 o'clock last night. Good. Let them <laughs> <Good>. live. <laughs> uh, no winner for the Powerball. We're up to yeah. 1.2 billion dollars now. It's just that means if one of us here in the office wins, this place is going down. Like I, it's going down in flames because we're all leaving. Yeah, I think the breakdown was somewhere in the neighborhood of like eighteen or eighteen million, million. If someone in this office wins a piece, yeah. So I take that. But yeah, the jackpot just keeps rolling over one point two billion now in the Powerball. Uh, yeah, you're right. This this place, there, there will be a ghost town if we won. See you, radio. <laughs> uh, now that Elon Musk owns Twitter, the pranksters are out in full force. We'll get more in Keeping Up with Casey. Uh, Casey also had some trick-or-treaters last night. Oh, yeah, first time. But what she handed out was questionable. Oh. We'll talk about that in the 8. And Shania Twain tickets along with Adam Doliak tickets and Remy versus Casey this week. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Luke Bryan catching a lot of heat this week, but he's just turning the other cheek. Before I give you the rundown about this, I don't want any political yelling. And we won't be posting about it anywhere, especially Facebook, because y'all like to get wild out there. It's okay. If people are yelling, then we can't hear them. That's true, because we're in here. Yeah. (laughs) Luke Bryan made a pledge whenever he went down to play his recent show in Florida, which was this past weekend. He said he would donate the proceeds of that show to the Florida Disaster Fund. This inspiration came from Hurricane Ian pushing back three of Luke's Florida tour dates. So while on stage, he said, you know, we're going to raise a lot of money for your state tonight. It's going to be great. He followed up by having Florida Governor DeSantis join him on stage. I don't know, Governor might have said a few words about it, but Mr. DeSantis, a very polarizing man. So people got lit up about it, mostly because elections are coming up. So people thought that Luke might have had some nefarious intentions with bringing the governor on stage at this time. But it's always sketchy to bring anything political near your career because somebody somehow is going to get upset about it. Yeah, and I think this is a totally, for me... Just looking at it from the outside, I feel like this is a totally normal thing to have the governor of the state of Florida, which was just hit by a hurricane, show up at your thing, you know, show up at your concert, wherever, and accept the donations or whatever Luke Bryan was providing for the state of Florida. Yeah, Luke made a statement yesterday, and I think it's still like it shows his heart and where his intentions came from, as he says. I understood, I understand Governor DeSantis is a very polarizing figure, but I grew up in a way where if a governor asks you to come and raise awareness to help victims of a natural disaster, you participate. I'm generally staying out of politics throughout my career, but for me, the more important piece was that if I'm coming back there in a few weeks after a large portion of people have been affected by this natural disaster in a state that they've always been good to me, this felt right. 
to raise awareness, have a little fun. He goes on to say, you know, this is all I'm saying about this. Peace out, Girl Scout. Yeah. Uh, Luke Combs just came out and said something about the current political climate. He said, everything is so contentious and heated, and that's always been super frustrating to me. I think what makes our country great is people's ability to have their own opinions and have the ability to disagree. And I think like what you said, Mm -hmm. it's just once, once music and politics kind of start to mix mix a little bit then you you're going to get opinions from people cuz you got it, fans of music are fan are are all sorts of political views you know yeah so whatever he's helping the state of Florida recover and having seen hurricane damage like up front and close and personal to me Everybody needs help where they can get it. Yeah, he says he knows that there was going to be chatter about this whenever he did it. But I, like I said, I think that Luke Bryan's always got a good heart about things. And so that people, you know, they can take a deep breath. And he knows that these things, they come and go. It'll all blow over by the time we wake up tomorrow morning. Remy and Casey. Stranger Things fans can now live out their worst nightmares in the infamous Creel house in the hit series. Uh, That has hit the market for $1.5 million. You want to live in Vecna's lair? It's only Vecna's lair on the show, though. It's a really (laughs) nice house in real life. Yeah, it's like a Victorian, really awesome old home uh, listed at $1.5 million. This thing was featured a lot in season four, and it's now up for grabs. It's in Rome, Georgia. Six bedrooms, five bathrooms, was originally built in 1882. Oh, yeah. That alone makes it a landmark, right? The estate was once a very successful bed and breakfast. There's a separate guest house in the backyard of the one-acre lot, and the owners of it weren't really sure if they wanted to sell it, but they're just kind of putting it out there on the market well, to see yeah, if there's any interest. Well, yeah, if you a house that just got so famous on, like, the biggest show of the year, you got to put it out there just to see what offers you can get. I don't know if I could shake the fact that there was a dude living up in the there attic. There wasn't. There wasn't. <laughs> That's the thing about it. So how is that different from, like, the Exorcist house here in St. Louis? No, because the Exorcist house was a true story. Okay, so that's, so as long, if it's real. If it's real, it's creepy. Yeah, like, that happened here, and would I go live in that house? No, I'd probably not do that. But there, it was just a set for a TV show. Yeah. I, again, I feel like this would have a very successful run as a bed and breakfast or an Airbnb. Stay in the Creel Mansion. Vecna's lair, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I have to believe whoever is going to put up the money to buy it has those intentions in mind. Like they're buying it as an investment to continue the Stranger Things uh, storyline. I went down a rabbit hole of famous homes from movies and TV shows. There's the Christmas Story house in Cleveland, Ohio that you can go visit. The 10 Things I Hate About You house in Tacoma, Washington, where the girls grew up, $1.6 million for that. That's a cool house. Uh, The Hocus Pocus house, Allison's home, you know, where she comes down and the- Oh yeah, and they're like, rich people. It's actually a museum. They just- It doesn't look like a house in the show. They outfitted it uh, as a house in the show, but it's a museum in real life in Salem, Massachusetts. The house that Ryan Gosling's character built in the notebook. Uh Uh-huh. The white house with the porch that wraps all the way around with the blue shutters. Yes. Wadmala Island in South Carolina is, it was never actually, they just made it look dilapidated in the, in the movie. It was always just there and built. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. They they can do crazy stuff. $12,000 a month 
to live in that house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but it is on an island, so I guess that's your that in swans, you know. Yeah, my favorite here is the Outer Banks house in Charleston, South Carolina. This is where I f- I forget what the character's name is. The but Outer the main, Banks house. The main girl character. Oh, Sarah. Sarah, where she grew, where she grows up, and where she lives. Right on act- the water. It's just an event space. Yeah, that's another one that like it doesn't look like a house. Yeah. It looks way too nice. Two million dollars for that property, but it's beautiful. Surprised it's not more. <laughs> yeah, I posted this up on the Facebook page so you can check that out. Also, check out our Stranger Things costumes from yesterday and the tribute video we made for Eddie the Rockstar and Chrissy the Cheerleader on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Just search 92.3 WIL. And Chrissy, wake up! With these costumes, we would be fit to go visit that house. <laughs> I don't like this! Lace them up. It's time for sports with Remy and Casey. Kings beat the Blues last night 5-1. to one. They've now lost five games in a row. Whew. Went from winning the first three games of the season to now losing five games in a row. They will take on the Islanders on Thursday. Puck drop at 7. I think that the Blues might need a new bench coach, and I think it might need to be you, Casey. I've been saying this. Like, I, I know that the Cardinals need a bench coach. That's a little bit different than hockey. Do you think you could do it for hockey? I think I got this. I mean, if we're warming the bench, I don't see why it's out of my realm. <laughs> I can get, squirt the Gatorade bottles from okay. all the way across the bench. All right. Open wide. Boop. <laughs> get back out there. I need a I need a quick motivational, like, pump me up from Casey right now. Three, two, one, go. <laughs> These guys are sissies. You lost five games in a row. Let's. Is it five games? Yeah. In a row. Let's get it together. For the sake of Brett Hull, cheese Louise. All right. Thursday, we'll see if that worked. <laughs> and then if they win, every single time Obviously. you're doing something. <laughs> uh, yesterday, big news in St. Louis as the XFL franchise, the Battle Hawks, will keep the name the Battle Hawks. Thank goodness, because if they were going to change it, it just felt like it would be too much. Yeah, it was. I speculated yesterday. I said if they change the name, it is nothing more than a money grab for new merch because a lot of us already have Battle Hawks gear. So the league is returning to St. Louis three years after the 2020 campaign was cut short due to COVID-19. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is now in charge, which I like. Now that the St. Louis football team is back, they've got seven other teams in the XFL, the Arlington Renegades, the DC Defenders, the Houston Roughnecks, the Orlando Guardians, the Seattle Sea Dragons, and the Vegas Vipers. I think the Sea Dragons is the weirdest one, but I do like the fact that there's dragon in their name. I don't know. The Vipers, (laughs) the Dragons, the Battle Hawks. It all feels very mythical, fictional to me, which I'm not sure. No, I say I'm not sure if I like it or not. Oh, you don't like it? No. Okay. But um, (laughs) I'm sure I'll grow on it. It'll grow on me. (laughs) The XFL season is slated to start February 18th of 2023. The World Series is all tied up one-to-one. Last night's game was postponed due to weather. Game three will be tonight at 7.03. The Phillies and the Astros find more. Connect with us on the Facebook page. Just search 92.3 WIL. Baseball has lasted so long, I literally Googled yesterday who won the World Series. Nope, not yet. Trending now. It's Keeping Up With Casey on 92.3 WIL. You know me. I love a good prank. 
And these Twitter employees pulled a great one. <laughs> Essentially, Elon Musk bought Twitter and a lot of speculation said that he would be laying off employees, a bunch of people. I don't actually know if that happened or not or if it will happen. But over the weekend, two men walked out of the San Francisco Twitter headquarters offices holding cardboard boxes full of office supplies and things, looking as though they'd just been fired. News teams waiting outside the buildings <laughs> rushed to them asking for their names and how they're feeling now that they've been laid off. They went by names that I honestly don't know that I can say on the air because um. they're pretty parallel to the... Harry Johnson, <laughs> Kenny Do It types of names. <laughs> and the reporters didn't question a thing. Oh, I love it. They just went with it. And these <laughs> ex Twitter employees were saying things like, Yeah, I even own a Tesla. I love Elon, inventor of Tesla. Mm -hmm. I don't know how I'll make my car payments now. They referenced Britney Spears. They even said as they were exiting their interview, I, I got to go touch base with my husband and wife about this. I got to get out of here. And the reporters never questioned a single thing about it. Yeah, that's uh, the hungry news media right there. Just like waiting outside of headquarters after he purchased that. I think he did. I think he did fire the, the CEO. Someone got fired. A couple of the like executives at Twitter, he did fire or let go. Either way, these two people, they were literally just randoms yeah. walking out of the building when reporters rushed up to them and they saw a prime opportunity so good. to totally prank the media and it worked. Elon Musk actually got a hold of it too and he responded with, ha ah, these ex-employees had it coming. Yeah. So all in good fun, but I thought it was hilarious. I think the best line that I heard over the weekend about this was Elon Musk purchased Twitter for $44 billion, officially beating out the next highest offer of $0. Why do you, why would anybody want to buy this platform? These are things I don't know. I know that you and I don't regularly use Twitter. I know that there are a lot of people that do use Twitter, but I feel like it's kind of the MySpace of the social networks right now. I also feel that way. I do. But I'm also not somebody that likes to scream online. That's and true. I find that sometimes. Is that where the screamers go? When, you know, <laughs> right before they get into Facebook, they're still living in Twitter. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Sorry. No offense. All right. <laughs> anyway. If she's not on Twitter. You can't scream at her. Real news is lame. This is Unprofessional News on 92.3 WIL. If your relationship is rocky right now, there is one thing that you can do to potentially save it. What do you think it is, Casey? Or do you already know? One thing that you can do to save it. Um, I want to say, like, you both probably need to get more sleep. <laughs> you both probably need to take a nap, eat a snack, and then come back to the scenario, and it's probably fine. I guess that could be a result of this action. 42% of Americans have fallen back in love with a partner after going on vacation together. Yes. See, you get caught up in everyday life and things, and then you go on vacation where you don't have to worry about what's going to be for dinner that night, or you don't yeah. have to worry about how the dog's barking and the kid's screaming, and I only slept four hours last night because you can just do your own thing. <laughs> A new survey looked at the magic of vacationing, especially with others, and found that three quarters of respondents believe vacations are great for those looking to keep the spark alive in their relationship. Overall, vacations are a joyous time, making the average person feel 65% happier with more than half 
sharing that their world feels bigger after coming back. Not to get back into it, but like we've gone to a bunch of sandals resorts now and sandals themselves are, it's only adults. Yes. And I will say, I feel like an only adults vacation is the way to go every once in a while because it just, again, you like your kids and whatnot, but it just really, I think, clears the palate. You're right. I, and I think that that's one thing that Lauren and I discuss every once in a while is just kind of feeling a disconnect because you are so engaged with your kids all the time and getting that spark kind of back in the relationship again. Vacation definitely helps that for sure. Over half of male respondents also feel like vacations are a good time to propose. So there's that. Yeah, because also then you don't have to worry about like, oh, you're going to propose and then what, we're just going to go to work the next day (laughs) or like, and what, we're just going to get in a traffic jam on 270. It's like, no, it's a perfect time to do it. Going to lay on the beach. Yeah. Read this romance novel. Hey. Which by the way is apparently a, a hot thing to do when you're on vacation. I don't know why. I just, I can't live by a pool and read. And read? Yeah. Uh, While solo travel can be fun, 78% of respondents agree that traveling is always more fun with a buddy. The most romantic getaways in the U.S., Sedona, Arizona. I heard so many different stories about St. Lucia when we were in the Bahamas. Yeah. That's one. The Bahamas is one. Belize, the Oregon coast. Beautiful. Hmm. Out of the country, Paris, Santorini, and the most romantic spot in Missouri. Big, Branson. Big Cedar Lodge. Yeah. Around Table Rock. Yeah. Gosh, how did I know? <laughs> Saw so many advertisements for that. Went to the, the largest Bass Pro in Springfield and heard nothing more than just Big Cedar Lodge. Hey, can we tell you about Big Cedar Lodge? Hey, can you, you want to sign up for a and Bass Pro it, credit card? And was it such a romantic time? Was it such a nice, calm... I think so. Uh, Table Rock is, it it can be romantic. I can see that. Especially this time of year when all the leaves are changing and all that. Yeah. Beautiful. Just beautiful. If you want to win a trip to Sandals, we still have one up for grabs on the uh, app. All you got to do is use the keyword beach. We'll take care of the hotel stay, the airfare, all that kind of stuff. Just download the 92.3 WIL app. Good luck. And now I would like to take a brief moment of silence. To honor the brave men and women who have to teach the day after Halloween. Mm, yeah. You didn't do it right, Casey. I said a moment of silence. <laughs> if, if last night was any indication as to how today is going to go with my kids, I am sorry for all the teachers out there that have to deal with this. What do you think it looks like? Like, what's it, what do you think? They're just like tired and grumpy or you think they're on a sugar high? Like they've had Tootsie Rolls for breakfast. I just have a feeling that you, you get a lot of kids, especially like, I mean, my kids were probably in bed an hour later than they normally are. Uh-huh. And they kept saying, I just want one more piece of candy. You just want, no. No more, no more candy. We're done with candy. Go to sleep. And so they're all tired when they come back the next day and cranky and don't want to listen and all the things, right? So uh, we are feeling for you today, teachers and uh, parents alike. Uh, but I, I really do think- Maybe they're I, still on that sugar high. I feel like teachers are probably just going to be like, hey, take this Snickers, <laughs> get some energy and come back when you're ready. Just got to keep it going all day. Yeah. I, I do think, and I know that everybody has different beliefs about Halloween, but I really feel like on holidays like this, where the majority of people are celebrating or at least going out and doing something different, you got to do the next day off. Like to have like a teacher's a day, day after Halloween. Here's me. Here, okay. I'm not to take up too much time, but here's my idea. Everyone hates the idea of um, changing the day of Halloween. But I say if it's on the last Friday of October every year, yeah. we avoid this issue completely. I, I agree with you. 
Same with like Super Bowl and things like that. If we just put it on a different day, that's not a work Like night. we can still sell it on the 31st, <laughs> but the trick-or-treating doesn't happen that day. Yeah, and if you missed our costume from yesterday, we were Eddie the rock star and Chrissy the cheerleader from Stranger Things. We actually recreated one of the scenes. You can check that out on Instagram, TikTok, and our Facebook. Just search 92.3 WIL. 92.3 WIL, new country for the STL. It is Remy and Casey time for Remy versus Casey. Marty has the day off, so we're going to go back to an old standby here. We're going to see how many questions I can get right. Uh, Misty in Trenton, how many out of five questions do you think I'm going to get right about Shania Twain? Um, out of five? Yeah. Uh, we'll go with four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like Shania, and I like that, too. <laughs> this is the fight of our lives. It's time for Remy versus Casey on New Country 92.3 WIL. She went with four, which essentially means anything less, and her competitor, Claire, yes. gets the choice of prizes. So let's see how much Shania you really know. I watched the documentary, so. I got oh, that right, so me. you yeah, should be good. I okay. should know everything. What was the name of Shania's first band? I'll give you multiple choice. Thank you. Was it A, Lookout, B, Landslide, or C, Longshot? Uh, I believe from the documentary it was called Longshot. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah. They covered artists like Brian Adams' Journey. Rock stuff. Number two. In which Shania song does she sing? I give to you my hand with all my heart. Uh-huh. Is it still the one? From this moment on? Ooh. Or I swear. I think it's B. Come on, give it to me. From this moment on. From this moment on, yeah. From this moment. Oh, you know it? I know Shania, Casey. Yeah, I pretty much bank on the fact that you won't, though. In fact, <laughs> the third option, I swear, is not a Shania song. It's just a boys to men song that I was hoping going to trip you up. It's all for one. See, I do know my boy my boy bands. It's all for one. It's actually... No, it is it, called I Swear. Isn't it... Because uh, it's also a Lone Star song. Yeah, I was going to say it, it was a cover from a Lone Star song. Anyways, Anyway, number three. You got two on the board. In 2001, Shania was voted the sexiest something celebrity. Was she voted the sexiest vegetarian celebrity, the sexiest country celebrity, or the sexiest Canadian celebrity? Oh, Canadian. Mm. Vegetarian. No! She's part of the crew. <sighs> I gotta get it right. Gotta get, you gotta get it right. What Trump. No. Oh, I almost give it away. <laughs> What instrument did Shania play in high school? Was it the trombone, the trumpet, or the saxophone? Well, judging by your first little thing there, it could be the trombone or the trumpet, but I'm going to say the trumpet. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know that. She's a fellow trumpet player like me. Okay, I'm glad. You have to get this one right. Trumpet players are the best kissers. If you... (laughs) <laughs> I don't know how much I'll agree with that. Oh, okay. But I guess I don't, I have, I can't judge. Anyway, <laughs> you have to get this one white, this one right, and Misty will win her choice of prizes. Come on, Misty. Shania Twain's real name is not Shania Twain. So where did she adopt the Twain part from? Did she get it from Missouri's own Mark Twain? Mark. <laughs> did she get it from the word twang? Just drop a G. Yeah. Or was it her stepfather's last name? Dang it. 
I really want to say Mark Twain, but I'm going to go with number C. Number C. Yeah. That it's her stepfather's yes, last name. Yes, yes. Misty didn't make that easy for me, girl. Okay. <laughs> All right. We got you those Shania Twain tickets. <laughs> Claire, we got you the Adam Doliak tickets. Uh, all this week, we've got Shania Twain tickets in Remy versus Casey. And actually, uh, all day on Friday, too. It's so. a free ticket Friday. And we'll probably yeah. go back to the regular Remy versus Casey stuff tomorrow. Yeah, Marty was just gone today, so uh, we had to recover. And we came back strong. Why do you know Shania so well? Because I watched the documentary. I really thought that was going to stump you. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. A public memorial service was given on Sunday night for Miss Loretta Lynn at the Grand Ole Opry House. And a ton of artists were there to celebrate her, like George Strait, Alan Jackson, Keith Urban, Carrie Underwood, and more. Also, it was free for fans to attend. Granted... Only 1,500 people can fit. Yeah, I was going to say. So it was small. like a first come, first serve. Yeah. So I wonder how crazy that was. To try and get in, I would imagine there's probably a lot of people that were turned down. Oh, I'm sure. I wonder how early like they had to get there, though, or what you had to do to get. Anyway, doesn't matter. What really stole viewers' hearts and stole the show was Faith Hill and Tim McGraw's speeches that they gave. It was like four minutes long. And it really had people tearing up. It had Faith Hill, like, stopping in the middle of it. Like, she couldn't even get through it. Yeah. Faith Hill had a relationship with Loretta Lynn that I didn't even know about. I think when Faith Hill was, like, really coming up and she was early 20s, like, before she and Tim were even much of a thing, mm-hmm. Loretta Lynn was there, like, holding her hand through it all. It almost sounded like she was like that for a lot of females in country music. Oh, yeah. I think Martina had that story, too. Carly Pierce. Carly. Yeah. Or she just true. like called up and was like, hey, I'm Loretta Lynn and I would like to support you in all of your endeavors. And you're like, that is Loretta Lynn. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. I will uh, I will definitely use you in the future. I will have my people reach your people. <laughs> yeah. She says, okay. Faith says, it is our honor and our privilege to be here close to where our friendship began. And to celebrate this extraordinary woman and her remarkable life, Loretta Lynn, was unbashedly honest about hardships and joys of being a wife and a mother, a woman loving life, loving, lying, cheating, having babies, not having babies. She sang about it all. She was fierce and proud of who she was, where she came from and how she lived her life. She didn't push boundaries for women in country music, but she shredded them. She gave us a new bold space to find our own way to dream and soar into music we make and the careers that we have. Great. That's a great way to put that. She really summed it up, honestly. Those McGraw Hills, so well-spoken. Rest in peace, Loretta. Remy and Casey. I got a text message from Casey last night, who never texts me, by the way. (laughs) We talk all the time. I don't know why you need me to text you, too. That's true, that's true. She said, what time does trick-or-treating start? I think we're going to sit out, have some beers, and give away some candy to some kids. And I was like, oh, that's so cool of you. Casey, that's awesome. I was like, I don't know, like duskish, like 5.30, 6 o'clock-ish, you know. When it's not too late, but not too early. Flip that porch light on and let's go. Come to find out, <laughs> Casey did none of that. And also, <laughs> tell tell people what you filled Poison the bucket with. Poison your children like the Sanderson sisters. Oh. What did you fill your bucket with? 
Casey. We uh, okay, so we ended up saying, you know what, we're not. We, that seems kind of boring. We don't know how many kids we're going to get in our area to begin with. Yes. So let's just set out a bucket of candy, and then we'll take the dog on a walk through all the big neighborhoods, so that we can see all the costumes and see everybody sitting out with their little bonfires and have a nice little Halloween afternoon. Okay. And we did that and it was great. So you left the bucket on your porch. But here's the thing. Filled with some candy, right? This is all very uh spur of the moment. Mhm. I wasn't prepared. I didn't <laughs> have candy at my house. <laughs> well, I had candy. It was just from Easter. <laughs> and Christmas. So So you put candy canes I put in candy that canes and uh, Easter bunnies <laughs> <laughs> and Reese's eggs and Reese's trees. <laughs> oh my God. Set it out there on that porch, and me and the gingerbread man had a nice little laugh about it. Yeah. Thinking whoever walks up here with their parent, their parent will say, Oh my gosh, don't take that. Uh-huh. Who lives there? Yeah. And we're like, We're okay. We're okay with embarrassing ourselves like that for a laugh, you know? So we leave. We take the dog on a walk. And we come back. And that thing was empty. That's hilarious. They took all that. I mean, I don't. I have to assume that candy doesn't expire quickly. <laughs> Especially if it's like. I don't know. I just feel like it doesn't expire. Look, if I'm getting a full size Easter egg, like a, like a Reese's egg, I'm cool with that. That's a nice. That's a nice piece of candy, but I just don't know. Like six months later, I don't know if that's still going to have the same kind of texture and deliciousness, but at least you made an effort. I don't know about the candy canes, but. Oh, yeah. I mean, that stuff was made 12 months ago, at least. I posted on the Facebook page, how many trick-or-treaters did you get this year? And people are very passionate about this. Why? Lots of people said zero. One person said trunk-or-treats are ruining America. (laughs) <laughs> I guess I guess a lot of people will do trunk or treats instead of going trick or treating. Yeah, a lot we of times did, you don't live in that kind of neighborhood. We did all of it. We went to a neighborhood with friends last night. We went to like a the downtown Columbia, Illinois thing. We went to Granite City. Y'all everywhere. hear that? You might as well just stop now because Remy's one upping you <laughs> over at Cheapers Club. I'm not one upping. I'm just saying you got to go where the opportunities lie with the candies. You also right. Never mind. <laughs> do I, I was going to say, do you also do their homework? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yes. No, I don't. Uh, if you want to let us know how many trick-or-treaters you got this year, go to the Facebook page, 923WIL. Uh, let us know. Because a lot of people said zero on here. And I just get, there's one person that said, we gave over a thousand pieces of candy, oh, Tiffany said. And wow. Mascuda. Go let us know on the Facebook page. Nobody likes real news. This is the unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. It is November 1st, which means it's Christmas already. I'm not ready for that. Did you the see the, Did you see the Mariah Carey celebration? I saw. I can believe that Mariah Carey's ready for Christmas. Uh, Costco also ready for Christmas. They've already got some outrageous items for sale. They do everything big. They've got supersized bottles of ketchup, barrels full of Jack Daniels whiskey, tons of things you can find at Costco. But their latest exclusive offering is a jigsaw puzzle with 60,000 pieces that could take up an entire room when it's finished. It's called What a Wonderful World Puzzle. And it's actually 60 different interconnected 1,000-piece puzzles to make assembly somewhat feasible. Does your family do puzzles over the holidays? 
Listen. Is there always like a puzzle table? There was never until about 2020 and everything went awry. And suddenly my family decided they were going to do like a 2000 piece puzzle or something crazy. And that puzzle is still at my parents' house, not fully finished on a puzzle table. And no one's allowed to touch it till Christmas. Wow. You got to work on it together. You can't just like finish it. We got to work on it together during the holidays. Once the holidays are over, so is your time with the puzzle. So imagine this gigantic puzzle that measures eight feet wide, or I'm sorry, eight feet tall and 29 feet wide. That, I don't know of many rooms that would be able to fit that in a home. No, maybe like this hallway out here. Uh, It's from Dowdle Art Studio. And it's all the landmarks. So like the Great Wall of China, the Eiffel Tower, different parts of the world, things like that. Costco has declared it the world's largest jigsaw puzzle, and it's likely to be true. It must be extremely detailed, like so hard to put together. Yeah, it it looks beautiful. $599. Yeah, no. To smash your head against the wall making this puzzle. I've never been a puzzle person, but something like that, I'm already overwhelmed. You couldn't get me to do it. There's some other crazy items uh, from Costco. If you would like to purchase them, urn sets and caskets. There is a 93-inch teddy bear. It's very large. 93? That's like as tall as these ceilings. Yeah. Seven-pound tub of Nutella. That's, I mean, could use. Could use. (laughs) I think you had that while we were in the Bahamas on your crepes. Yeah. (laughs) This is my personal favorite. A 240-serving bucket of mac and cheese. There's nothing better than a food that comes in a five-gallon bucket. Can I get that? (laughs) Can I get that? But, like, for my wedding someday? 200 Uh, servings of mac and cheese? Dude, you get that for your wedding? We. It's going to be like, once you guys say I do, kiss the bride... You got two big dudes coming up from behind you with mac and cheese buckets just like pouring it on you like Gatorade after the Super Bowl. Casey's wedding sponsored by Costco. Man, that'd be awesome. How about a 72-pound wheel of Parmesan cheese? I I don't know what I would do with that many pounds. That's a lot. That's a lot. It really is. But that's what Costco is. Costco is a lot. If you want to see this puzzle and what you and your family could be working on this holiday season. You can start it in Thanksgiving and then go to Christmas. If you want to experience what we got to experience last week in the Bahamas, we've got your chance to win your very own trip on the 92.3 WIL app. All you have to do is use code word BEACH on your mobile app to win this amazing vacation and see the 12 dining options, the premium liquors, the unlimited water sports, all the pools, all the beaches your little heart could desire. Yeah, it was an awesome trip. We've got a four-day, three-night stay to five-star luxury included vacation for two to any Sandals Resort, Jamaica, Antigua, Curacao, Bahamas, and so much more with round-trip airfare from American Airlines. Again, use the keyword BEACH when you download 92.3 WIL's app. Carly Pierce was Jingle Fest last year, right? Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like it was so long ago. But uh, we've got Jingle Fest coming up this year on December 17th and an amazing lineup with Chris Jansen, uh, Tyler Hubbard, Mitchell Tenpenny, Lainey Wilson. And our first ticket blast is tonight in Fenton. It's Fenton Barn Grill on Rudder Road. So you got to make sure to be out there from 5 to 7 and have the 92.3 WIL app. That's like 
that's key to this whole this whole puzzle here. Right, so we don't want to hear it. I don't have tickets. I don't know where I can win them at the Ticket Blasts tonight. 92.3 WIL New Country for the STL. It is Remy and Casey. We are on the way out today. Talked about how Casey decided that she was just going to give trick-or-treaters all of her leftover candy from Christmas and Easter. <laughs> they took it. And they did take it. I can't imagine getting a candy cane. And Halloween, but... It was really supposed to be a joke, and then they all just took it. <laughs> so that's your fault. All those trick-or-treaters are going to have minty, minty peppermint breath mm. after they eat your candy. Uh, trick-or-treaters this year were down, apparently, on the Facebook page. Lots of people said zero people came to their house. Or they usually had like 50 to 100 trick-or-treaters, and this year they only had 20 for whatever reason. I have no idea why. Maybe it's a Monday. Maybe it was chilly. Maybe uh, trunk-or-treats. Who knows? Maybe you're creepy. They're not letting him come to your house. Uh, Kayla said over 200 pre-made bags gone. Probably about three to 4,000 pieces of candy. I love my neighborhood. We do it up big for the holidays, and she's in Baldwin. It takes a different kind of person to make those pre-made little baggies yeah. for all of your neighbors. Yeah. That's a lot of effort. Shout out, and I uh, hope your kids are good today. <laughs> Not hopped up Remy's on sugar. Because the Remy's are going to be wild. Oh, yeah. They're going to be uh, all hopped up on sugar today, that's for sure, for the next uh, several weeks. All sugar, no sleep. <laughs> if you missed anything from the show today, you can always check out the Remy and Casey Show podcast, and we will see you tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye. Find Remy and Casey on Facebook at 92.3 WIL.